You better be, because we have your chance to win a prize of table games from the newest installment of Welcome to the Blumhouse's Horror Movies, now streaming on Amazon Prime. The games are packaged uniquely in a 90s throwback box set of VHS tape sleeves embodying the essence of the 80s and 90s thriller movies we used to love to rent at the local blockbuster. I know it sounds too good to be true, but you can trust us. It's real. They're vampires, duh. Streaming right now in the month of October on Amazon Prime is Welcome to the Blumhouse's newest installment of four films, including Bingo Hell, Madres, The Manor, and Black as Night. And entering couldn't be any easier. Just head to ubk.fyi slash scary where we will choose a winner at random, but do so quick. Contest ends October 27th. Game over. And we want to announce a winner as soon as possible so we can get your table games to you before Hollow's Eve. Again, head to ubk.fyi slash scary to enter. If you dare. Good evening, creatures of the night. <laughs> Welcome to Castle Von Ubersinko. You found the place all right? No? Oh, my directions must have been horrifying. <laughs> you, you took the left at the third decrepit windmill on the foggy moor and not the second. Hmm? I said second? Oh, surely not. Hmm, my bad. Anyway, you are just in time. The witching hour is upon us. Follow me down these steps to the crypt where our first contestant, Mitch Brinkman, is rising from the tomb. And our other, Brian Ernst, unfortunately we'd be only communicating via Ouija board. As we play Uber Cinco Top 5 Halloween Rituals. <laughs> if you have just crossed over to the other side, let's resurrect you with a quick reminder of the rules. Each player in the den has spent time with today's topic, arranging their top five answers in order of importance. Those answers have been submitted to the host who will moderate the game, awarding points to the player with the most poignant answer. Starting with their number five choice, we'll move up the ranks until we reach each of their top answers. But if both contestants happen to have the same answer on their list, well, we have an Uber Stereo. You will hear the official Uber Cinco siren, and both players must reveal their answer and what number they ranked their submission. An Uber Stereo is all or nothing, with one player earning three points. After all answers have been read, the host will reveal the final score. All right, and I don't have to do that voice anymore. And as uh, your real living host, I am, of course, institute, able to institute a house rule. And that is very simply bonus points awarded for anybody who genuinely scares me. Oh, simple enough. Oh, boy. Simple enough. And then I want everybody to stick around to the end for my fast five, top five, Halloween costumes worn by your household items. <laughs> All right, Mitch, Mitch, Mitch and Brian, w- yeah. welcome today. Any, any of you, you have any, any words uh, before we, we jump into things? I'm just ready to spookify today, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I got some freaking words. Uh, I don't know why you guys aren't in costume, because I am. 
I'm in costume as the most horrifying thing in America. A white guy in a Cabela's hat got too much of a buzz on it, and he feels like he's been wrong. So here we go. Woo. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, I, I thought you said you were wearing a costume and not what you wear every weekend. <laughs> Ooh, maybe I'll go as a burn victim instead. Ooh, my skin also, is bubbling. <laughs> I will... I will have you see that I've got my Edgar Allan Poe t-shirt on. Oh, okay. Uh, which, is, which recently I was at a Barnes & Noble. Yes, they still exist. And uh, a guy saw this and was upset with me because I was wearing a John Wilkes Booth t-shirt. And I explained <laughs> that no, no, it's not. And luckily he took the incident with good humor and was laughing at himself all the way up the door. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and Brian, you bobbed for the biggest apple at Uncle Charlie's pregame bobbing for apples contest. So you <laughs> get to go first, please. What is your number five a Halloween ritual? Well, I can't get this Granny Smith out of my mouth, but uh, do my, I'll do my best to give you my number five spooky Halloween ritual. <laughs> Go to Jewel Osco. No idea how this is a stare down. Wait, <laughs> what do you do? Uh, do you just go to Julasco and you just like hang out like in well, the freezer aisle or something? I have there's, reasons, mainly because the Halloween stuff is. Wait discounted. till your nips get hard. Oh, the Halloween stuff is. Discounted. Yeah, and, and okay. Mitch, Mitch, that matches up in in a way which we will explore yes. with your number five, which was which is uh, doing doing anything, quote unquote, pain. To get that candy, which in in this case goes, it's you, you you go to that scary house in the neighborhood, you know, and you'll pay anything to to do it, cause candy. So yeah. Okay, and the, <laughs> yeah. the scary candy. the scary house in Brian's neighborhood is his local Jewel Osco, <laughs> Jewel Osco, <laughs> serving Chicago for it's probably four hundred years. Um, I love my jewels. local jewels. Yeah, I love my local jewels. Yeah, you have you to call it the jewels. The jewels. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Brian, what's what's the deal with jewels at Halloween? What's the deal? Being inside my family jewels is where you get the aisle where they always it's always the uh, whatever holiday aisle that one. It's the one that separates the jewel from the Osco. <laughs> so when you hit the <laughs> holiday aisle, you're now in Osco, baby. Osco being a pharmacy for those who are not from the greater Chicago area. Yes, when you stop seeing food and you start seeing baby powder, you are in Osco. Um, I had no idea is... Osco. I just thought it was one name, and they happen to have a pharmacy. Wow, uh, Jewel, Jewel Grocery Store Osco Pharmacy. I did not know that. I I've never been to Jewel Osco for a pharmacy, so I didn't know. You Minnesotan foreigner? No, yeah. right? <laughs> I apologize. Osco yeah. Pharmacy providing free COVID nineteen vaccinations. There we go. <laughs> Now that's the scariest thing I've ever heard. No one's changing my DNA. Oh. All right. <laughs> I thought we I'm said going, we had I'm to going be in year. costume, Brian. You have to go in costume. No, no, no. It can't be you. Okay. I'm going as somebody who did their own research. Oh, yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay. Um, so this special aisle that separates the jewel from the Osco yep. always has the Valentine's Day candy, then it has the Easter stuff, then it's got the 4th of July. It's got the Halloween stuff, too. So on Halloween... Like, as soon as nightfall would hit, they would just start discounting everything because they got to get the turkey day stuff up. Mm -hmm. And it would, they would start doing like 50% off candy, 
any costumes they had left. They used to have like decent costumes. I'm pretty sure it was <laughs> at Jewel. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying Jules Osco had decent costumes? Yes, name and I'm going to tell you what. Yeah, name okay. one. They're bull-loaded. Actually, ever, no, name, name five. Have you ever worn All a costume right. from Jules Osco? I've worn, yes, I've worn one from Jules Osco. Really? Yes. An inflatable, uh, overweight ballerina where the whole thing <laughs> filled up with a fan. Yes. And I, I, yes. I am pretty sure we got those from Jewel. So we had a sumo wrestler one. We had a ballerina one. And they just made you look absolutely huge. And the whole thing filled up with air because it had a fan in it. They had more than one fan-based uh, body enhancer. <laughs> yes. And I was a fan of the fan-based body who's enhancer. Who's the goddamn Halloween buyer for Jules Osco? Like, with fan-based costumes, that's it. Ballerina. A genius. A, a sumo wrestler. A genius? I'll tell you what. Oh my God. I'll tell you what. Those fan-stuffed costumes were a better quality than anything you could have gotten at Party City. Let me tell you. That is where you go. No one's buying their shit at Party City either for costumes. Have you even been to a Party City recently? Yeah. That place is wiped out by Halloween. Oh, my God. Okay. What about I... those What about those Halloween shops that just show up in an abandoned Kmart for yeah. about four Spirits. weeks out of the year? Spirits got good stuff. Yeah. All right? They got cheap stuff. They got expensive Halloween stuff. Halloween They got everything. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. Halloween Keep hallway. going. You're just you're, this whole I buy my costumes at Jules Osco thing right next to my meat and my ice cream. It's breaking my brain a little bit. All right. Keep going. Breaking your brain yeah. to get discounted candy, which makes sense at a grocery store. Well, let's let's That's get a, to that. How yeah. much? How much? Uh, what are we talking about price wise yeah. here? What are okay, you paying this for this a, candy? Immediately, it goes fifty percent off, like right after trick or treating. Now, the goal <laughs> was because I worked there, this aisle would not be empty on Halloween night. Most of the stuff would go, mm-hmm. but the more nights after Halloween. All this stuff would go down to like 90, 95% off. So I would swing by on my shifts post Halloween and start <laughs> grabbing more of this stuff. And it's like the, the costumes, and the decorations, you just buy those and you pack them for next year. The fan sized costumes, the, the, uh, the body changers, as we'll call them. <laughs> I believe we got those on the discounted night and we put them in a box right away. We didn't even open them. So the next year, Halloween, it was like Christmas. We opened up the Although Halloween decorations. You, you we were missed, like, oh, my God, we got new costumes. You missed a golden opportunity for your father, Rick Ernst. Shout out to Rick Ernst. Get some Halloween yard decorations in that aisle for 95% <laughs> off. Put them right in the Christmas present. Put it right under the tree, which I know your dad probably puts up at about 1130 on Halloween. Night. <laughs> <laughs> Just take it straight home right under the tree. Can't wait for you to see it, Dad. He's already sharing angry white dad memes about people posting about Christmas before Halloween. And he's like, absolutely not. No, we haven't hit Halloween yet. You can't be talking about Christmas. Uh, but yeah, we did get indoor decorations, stuff like that, little stuff for the mantles, all that stuff we would get at the jewels on discount. Um, yeah, this is all the candy that you would get to eat if you didn't get the candy you wanted while you were trick-or-treating or if you gave away all the good stuff to the trick-or-treaters at home. You'd buy the candy you want at a discount and keep snacking till Christmas. <laughs> all, right, all right. So Brian is a very cheap man who loves <laughs> Halloween. Yes. And, and has, yes, I am. Has spoken ill of the Jewel Osco a thousand times on this show. But it turns <laughs> this, out, is, this is the one thing they got right. 
well, putting <laughs> discounted candy just feet away from the automatic blood pressure machine. You're the, this <laughs> is what they did right. You're the only person I know who buys their fat ballerina costume a year in advance. Honestly, it's, it's, it's the only. It's called, <laughs> called Doomsday Prepping, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mitch. I well, I don't know where you go with this, but back I, us up to the beginning. What? Your, yeah. The creepy house. The, the yeah. I assume this happened to you many times. Yes, I. You know, you you, you go trick or treating in your own neighborhood. Uh, for us, the 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 very creepy house was opposite side of the block, about halfway down. You, we never knew who actually lived there. The lights really were never on. Their their trees were kind of overgrown a little bit for the block. Um, and but Wait, on a, what what else can you describe it more in detail? I want to really get a mental picture of this house. Okay, uh, think of like a I, I'd say like a like a colonial clapboard um, style. So like you, you've got like peaks over each like dormer window on the second floor. You have a you have a peak on top. Um, and I believe it was a dark color, definitely like a navy blue or dark green, something like that. Um, pine trees in the front yard, which would you know drop all their stuff and and reflower, but they wait, didn't. wait, Mitch, are you are you you're talking about that that dark blue colonial with the with the the underkept pine trees? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That house burned down in 1947. <gasps> <laughs> dun dun dun! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I remember now, I remember screaming from inside a man's voice saying, <laughs> I'm getting the goddamn war bonds, not you, you son of a bitch. So that makes so much sense. And I remember hearing, GI Bill, motherfucker, that's how I'm buying this house. GI Bill. So um, that makes, wow. I don't, I'm, I'm sorry to say mother. Did they say motherfucker in the forties? I don't think they yeah, did. Yeah, they, they, they oh, did. Cl- uh, inside their own four walls. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, th- this was a, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 but also it's like, just think of a dusty house. Like if, if no one ever like washed their windows or their siding, it just got dusty and like, they didn't care for their lawn. So dust came up from that. But every Halloween you'd go up. And you test the door. Some years they left something. Some years they didn't. And um, it was always like, you know, it could be very unsettling when you, like, meet the person who owns the house. And uh, that part- that particular block, the, my first block on Fairmount, never met the person. Oh, like, maybe, maybe, like, one year out of, like, my five or six trick-or-treating there, they left out a bowl that said, take one, which, of course – you take more than one, right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I I, I, I just want to make sure. Actually, this one will take a, a little quick timeout. Take one means you take what you can hold, right? Like as quickly means, as you can and you go. It means take one bowl of candy. Okay. Yes. All right, Nathan. You like you, there's. I assume that already they had like a hundred bowls of candy out there, and this was the last one. So take exactly. one. Okay. Exactly. I'm the lucky guy. Exactly. Uh, ha- have either of you ever actually emptied a bowl of one of the take one bowls? I don't think I have. 
I, I can't say that I have either. Oh, I knew. I don't it. even think I've done a full handful. I think I've done like a mini baby claw. I knew it. I got a couple of extra pieces. I knew it. You guys are a bunch of Halloween freaking snowflakes. You know what? I've emptied <laughs> multiple bowls in my life. And you know why? Because I earned that candy. You know, I put on that cool Squirtle costume or I... I put on that that awesome es- escapee from from Rikers Island costume. I put on that Superman costume, and I deserve that candy. And I walked for it, and I took what was mine. So, um, uh, how many lunches do you steal in the office break room? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, steal? You mean they bought too many um, potbelly, you know, box lunches? And hey, there's a veggie and a chicken, and I'm hungry, so I'm taking both. But so at least one, I guess. Um, <laughs> If we time travel, Mitch is definitely the guy who'd believe in manifest destiny. <laughs> <laughs> All of this is mine. I earned it by being born. <laughs> mm. But so okay, so so this is this is the story I want to tell though, because this year this year was the year that I, I would say I, I truly paid for my candy and not in currency, but in having to go through an experience. It was I, I I will admit this is I was too old to be trick or treating, um, but it was my last year of trick or treating. I was in sixth grade. How old? I was in sixth, sixth grade, grade, so twelve. Yeah, that's about the cutoff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, you know, when you're ten and you see kids running through your neighborhood with trash bags, and they're like sixteen, and they have like like a skeleton mask they have like up on their forehead, you know, and they like they're just in like a hooded sweatshirt and warm clothes, and they're just running from house to house just collecting candy. You're like, yeah. that's fuck that guy, you know, fuck that motherfucker, you know. Um, but okay, so so this year we 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 go to this house and we're trick or treating in my friend John Groom's neighborhood. And this year I was actually I was dressed as Squirtle, the the Pokemon character. Now I was not a Pokemon, I was not obsessed with it. I was not very, I didn't play it a lot for whatever reason. I chose to be Squirtle. My mom repurposed an old uh, Ninja Turtles costume, painted my face blue had a tail. I shouldn't have done it. I mean, it was, it was a nice costume, but like, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Um, I definitely had not (laughs) kissed a girl yet. I'll tell you what, uh, (laughs) and you didn't that night either. (laughs) Well, I almost kissed a man. Actually, this is where the story is going. So, okay. He was dressed as Charizard. (laughs) (laughs) It was hot. Okay. Um, okay. So, so there's this old, there's old dark house. There's not much light going on. And my friend John's like, let's go up and let's, uh, we're checking every house tonight. So we go, we, we ring the doorbell and, uh, and an old, old man comes to the door and he's like, Oh, what, what are you guys? You know? And like in classic old man form, we're like, Oh, I'm, I'm Squirtle. You don't know who that is, but it's a Pokemon. And he was like, <laughs> you know, uh, it's a Squirtle turtle thing. Uh-huh. I'm a Japanese pocket monster. What don't you get? <laughs> yeah. Oh. And I don't remember what my friend John was, but then, but then the old man goes, Oh, you, but you two are very good looking young boys. Let me go get your candy. Hold on. And he, and he walks back into the house. He didn't have a bowl right there. He's gone for <laughs> minutes, like two to three minutes. <laughs> And all of a sudden, we hear this like, and the door opens a little more, and this wrinkly old hand is pulling it open, and it's and it's his old old wife, and he's like, "Do you did you kids want some candy?" And I was like, we're like uh, "Yeah, completely forgot about your husband was getting us some," and she goes, "Oh, he." Uh, 
he probably, she's like, let, I know where it is. He has no idea where it is. Hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs> and we're like, okay. And we're like, well, we still want candy. So she, she leaves to go get the candy. And then he comes back to the front door. And I think he forgot we were there. Or I, I, or, or this was his, I don't know, his like move or whatever. I don't know what it was. I was his or like, move. or like his like way to fuck with kids. I'm not sure. But then he goes, Oh, what are you guys for Halloween? Ask us what our, what our costumes <laughs> oh, are again. No. John tells him his, I tell him mine. He goes, Well, you guys, uh, oh, you guys are, that seems like you guys would definitely deserve a little spanking. Uh, down in the basement, I give you a spanking for these, for these, what? For these festive little the costumes. Yes, he you said in the basement. He said you guys could get a real good spanking in the basement, and we went. Um, I don't. And then his wife shows back up. Get out of the way! Like pushes whatever his name was, Carl or you know, creepy, creepy man. And she goes, "Here's your candy," and gives us each one fun size Milky Way. And it was like, whoop, there you go. And we're like, thank you, bye. We literally sprinted um, oh. away. But yeah, it was uh, it was a hair. So worth it for a minutes. fun size Milky Way. Right. What a long wait for the worst candy. Yep. So I think that is, uh, we weren't cheap. We actually paid a very high price for that little nugget of, <laughs> of joy at, at the end of the night. Um, oh. But yeah, that well, was, I, yeah. I, I have to agree with you, Mitch. That was, um, first of all, your bravery in sticking around for that original three minutes after he had disappeared. Uh, that's that's incredible. All that for it was going to end up to be just one little fun size Milky Way. <laughs> yeah. And that, so you're you're going to win the stare down with three points, Hello. and then you're going to get you're going to get a bonus two points for for that old man who threatened to take you in the basement and spank you. If that's yeah. not frightening to a twelve year old. Uh, nothing else should be. If that old man saw me in the ballerina costume, I think he would have wanted me. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, he definitely would have been interested by our costume. He he would have been like, "Well, holy, oh, muffins and and old corn. What are you wearing, there, young boy?" You know? <laughs> he probably wouldn't even have told me. He wouldn't even give me candy. Well, He's like, you, "You're not fitting through the door. Not worth my time." You you wouldn't have you wouldn't have been there because you would have been down at the jewels buying <laughs> <laughs> buying a plastic skeleton that that. <laughs> That does the na 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 voice when you pull a string on it. <laughs> on sale. <laughs> All right. I've had enough of this round. Uh, Brian, we're going back to you for your number four. All right. Number four, I'm talking about consumables again, but this time I'm talking about savory food. Mm. I'm talking about going to mom and dad's for Halloween chili. Halloween oh, chili. Chili is a Halloween staple That's, for us. How did, I've known you for how many years? I did not know that you did chili on Halloween. Well, this is why I wanted to talk about it is because it's kind of like become more of like the adult Halloween tradition. Sure. Oh, like this kind of started like post being trick or treaters instead of spooky. It, it's stinky. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see this. <laughs> Aren't you a man who loves hearty chili? <laughs> yeah. Are you really gonna start dissing crockpot goods? No, I didn't. No, I what? I didn't diss it. I love chili. I love eating chili. I just know that it it results in a certain aroma. That's all. Well, well. Well, the aroma well, well, while you're eating is good. Yes. The aroma later. <laughs> yeah. That's that's at the end of this. I want to hear the beginning of the story. Yeah, sorry, how did, how did, what's the the origin of the, the chilly night on Halloween? Here's another reason. I really don't know. My mom just started making chili 
And then the next year she made chili again. Oh. And now she just makes chili every Halloween. Oh. I think it was a particularly cold Halloween one year. And she's like, oh, man, chili would be good this year. Yeah. So she just made it. And then it was like we started coming over as adults just to kind of hang out on Halloween and watch scary movies and eat chili. And it's always a very specific crockpot chili. Yep. Paper bowls, plastic spoons, because mm. my mom's had enough of Halloween. She doesn't want to clean up. Mm-hmm. So, but this is where you get your uh, your your brisket, big spoonful of chili, your dollop of Daisy, mm. some shredded cheddar cheese on mm. top with a bunch of oyster crackers, mm. and then one more dollop of sour cream. Mm. This is this is the good chili, and you're going back for seconds and thirds, baby, because the bowls are tiny. My God, tiny bowls. So we're, so we're reusing we're reusing all these uh, bowls because global warming is the scariest thing of all. Correct. Bonus point so, to Brian. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's kind of just become the weird adult tradition. So, so we go there. What yeah? What what time in the evening is the chili served? I think this is a key feature because you don't want to do it too early when the other trick or treaters who are too young to go by themselves come over, and then yes. there's parents horning in on it, and then being the Midwestern family that you are, you feel obligated to offer them some chili, and then next year everybody knows about the chili, and then it's a whole thing, and you don't get to have as much chili. No, before this very public podcast, it was secret chili. (laughs) (laughs) Your chili spot will be forever blown to the moon. I'm sorry, buddy. Correct. That's that's what's going to happen. Chili is served probably between six and seven. Really? It's about the time we would be getting off of work. Six and seven. And finally getting getting there. But what's great is then my dad would put on a classic scary movie, either Halloween or... Or he loves Nightmare Before Christmas. Sometimes oh, that's yeah. on. That one's good. So we, it's either a family-friendly one or a classic horror movie. And there are a couple of trick-or-treater stragglers. Sure. So whoever is the most close to being done with their first, second, or third bowl of chili has to put down the recliner sofa to get up to go give the candy to the kids. It's the only <laughs> time on Halloween where it's like a struggle to really like the trick-or-treaters. It's like you sit down with that fresh bowl. You're about to bing bong, son of a bitch. All right, let me put this down. Go give them some candy because we're not leaving the bowl out there. Yeah, yeah. We don't trust these neighborhood kids because yeah. we got a bunch of Mitches in our neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who are just gonna hungry for chili? All these young <laughs> kids hungry. <laughs> That's for what we chili. do. We should put the crock pot out and be like, <laughs> grab yourself a handful of chili and put it in your sack. That'll be good for you. I would. Yeah, I actually, if, if I showed up at the Ernst house unaware of this, because chili for Halloween is a completely foreign concept to me, I would be prepared to pull out a, a just a plastic Jules Osco bag and just have you dump some chili in there, and I'd, I'd finish it off that night. And when we do run out of candy, that's what we do. We start putting dollops of chili in jewel bags. And <laughs> All right, well, that's... I think we've come to the natural end of things. <laughs> we went from very wholesome to very homeless in a yeah. hurry. Uh, Mitch, what's what's your number four? Yeah, sure. My number four, um, I'm calling uh, just the sexy, and then and then you just insert whatever you want there. So just the sexy, in, whatever in costume yeah. terms. Sure. Yes, I. I. <laughs> sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes, yes, yes. That's what it is. I love this holly this Halloween ritual. Um, because I've tried, I've tried to do this before. 
and it didn't work necessarily. Um, I tried initially being a sexy real estate agent, and then that had to turn into murderous real estate agent, which you guys saw <laughs> that, that that costume. Uh, sexy I, real I, estate agent was your first? Story. I do not like the precedent we're setting of trying to be sexy. It doesn't work out, so you have to be murderous. That seems problematic. <laughs> I mean, does it? Is it? I don't know. It's the only option. Uh, well, you know, I, I've got cheekbones so high they can cut throats. Right, that's the that's the the line or whatever. <laughs> that's, that's a tagline for a movie for sure. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but of course, you know, you have your okay. What are the classic sexy costumes you have? Um, I mean, on 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 both sides of the of the gender, you you got your sexy Top Gun costumes, right? Um, jumpsuits, you know, open zippers. You're you're showing off chest. You're showing off cleavage. Um, you have your you have your sexy doctors. You have your sexy nurses. You have your sexy. Um, I love the priest and nun combination. Oh yes. Oh yeah 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 yeah. As if always a good couple's costume. As it, I'm a big fan of the plug and the outlet. Oh, that's disgusting, Brian. You're a filthy boy. Mm-hmm. My God. Um. You know, there's also what is there, there's there's the sexy. There's always a sports thing, a sexy athlete or an umpire or a referee. That that's always something out there. Who's going? It's a sexy ump. <laughs> I've seen it before, like striped shirt. I, and, I'm sure you have. Yeah, I'm sure you have. striped shirt and booty shorts and like open down to the middle of the chest. Both men and women seen it both. Um, oh, sexy! Of course, you have sexy uh, jungle cats. That's that's all over the place. Right. You know. Um, so I I don't know. Maybe one year. I'm going to give it a shot and I'll plan it a little bit better so I can be a sexy, um, God, what's one of my favorite things to, to do? I would love to be like, um, oh, like, ooh, ooh, like a, like a sexy TV remote. I think that'd be fun. You know, you have the, the power button to turn me on. Right. And then you've got like, some <laughs> button, you know? you've got some buttons for like, like, ooh, like what's the guide, you know, like you press that and it lights up the areas on my remote, which you should press for more. Um, viewing pleasure or whatever. I don't know, something like that. Um, then a stimulating joystick at the waist. Sure. Abs- that, that, that sounds great. See? But in general, this, I, I just, I love this costume because it always makes me laugh. As someone who, who loves to dress up in costume, I always love to see people who like, who like, uh, maybe they like to dress up or they're just feeling social pressure to dress up because they're going to a party, but they also still want to get laid that night. Whereas, like, I'm like, no, I'm here for full, for full spooky, horrifying things. I'm just here to, you know, uh, do this costume. So it, it, it always brings me joy just to see people who are, like, half-heartedly doing uh, Halloween. Oh, sexy M&Ms. I've seen that before, right? Uh, I, I live kind of near Wrigleyville, so I see, like, you know, at the end of the night, costumes walking by. You know, you're like, you can try and guess. That's oh. some fun people. That's some fun people watching. Like, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, what did you, oh, hold on, you, you, you had a red sash, and you have like a white cap on, and it's like, were you a, a sexy bottle of ketchup, or, or were you a, uh, like a cardinal in the Catholic Church, and you can't tell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, one of those. That's either true. way, yeah. That's like the the amount of uh, offense that a Wrigley Field uh, bar hopping bro would take for you calling him a cardinal, or even anything <laughs> of an m M&M. At two in the morning on Halloween, that would <laughs> that would be say, uh, bro. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, those are those are warring words for sure. Uh, in in uh, Wrigleyville or where I live, Sopoco, South Park Corridor. Um, so just yeah. west of old uh, 
piss-stained Wrigleyville. <laughs> hey, that's um, very true. Well, I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and score this round out, Brian. I, I gave you the full three points just just to suck up to you to sometime get invited to have some chili on Halloween night. It sounds nice. Wow. And then I, I threw a little bonus point in there. And Mitch, I'm gonna give you uh, I'm gonna give you two points, points for this round. Oh, thank you for the three <laughs> points. I appreciate that. Two two points. You're an incredible uh, host. I'm, I'm and... actually I'm gonna I'm gonna live in the past and go back to last week's yeah. thing and yeah. live in the past and apply the living in the past thing and yeah. give me a minus one there for living yeah. like that. No, no, I'm actually not. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> just a little Halloween prank there. Okay. Uh, but anyways, Ooh. we'll move on to uh, Brian's number three. <laughs> My number three is simple. I'm still sticking with candy yep. here, and this is going to be stealing all of the Twix. Out of the variety packs, so I can enjoy Halloween. Wait, wait okay, and so this—you're going to have to prove to me how this is morally on a higher ground than Mitch dumping the whole bowl here. Because this is candy I bought. Oh, so therefore <laughs> there is no. <laughs> okay, so this is the candy—the the the giant bags. If my mom bought them at Costco or at Jewel, whatever, Wait, a couple days, weeks so before your mom Halloween. Bought them. You didn't. So you just lied to us. Hey, I you lived just there. just lied to us. Wow. Okay. I paid rent. I paid rent with my it love. It pays to listen. And, I tell you what. Okay. Oh, my God. Maybe if my, Would you just shut up, man? <laughs> I'm pull a Biden on you today, bro. Um, this is where the bags of candy are sitting there tempting you before Halloween. And it's like, if it's like 8, 9 o'clock, and you're just like, yeah, I'm getting kind of a sweet tooth right now. I crack open the Halloween candy, take a take a little bite. But in those variety packs, for me, the Twix is the the creme de la creme of the Halloween mm. candy. It's not something I ever buy throughout the year, so it's like when I get it in the fun size in those packs, I want to steal them. And uh, they're really easy to spot when you're looking through the backs. They're super gold and reflective. So as you're just kind of sitting there, <laughs> you're like, oh, there's a little gold nugget and another one. And before you know it, because everyone knows when you eat fun-sized candy, those calories don't count. Right. So if, if the candy's small, you can just eat as much as you well, want. It's per serving size. So if one full bar is, is you know, like 250 calories, if you eat seven-eighths of that, that's still zero. You have to eat the full serving size before anything yes. counts. Yeah. Correct. And everyone knows that 27 fun-sized Twix equals one left Twix. Right. That's how the math works down. Yeah. Well, it, it, it equals 1.98 yeah. full Twix. So the still, you round down because it's not Round down one. to zero. Yeah. Of course. These are the rules. Yep. Now, I just, I'm a chocolate guy at Halloween. Okay. I don't need Skittles. I don't need Sweetest Fish. I don't need Starburst. I don't need any of that. I want chocolate. Sure. Twix. Sure. Peanut M&Ms. Mini Hershey bars. 100 grams. Take fives. You ever had a take five? Yeah. The Reese's Take Five yeah. with the pretzel in it—that yeah. stuff is to die yeah. for. So, Twix though is my number one, and I am picking those out mainly by the time Halloween comes around. There's no Twix for the trick or treaters because I've eaten them. I've got. A Wait, you, you said you started before Halloween. This wasn't just Halloween night sitting around eating chili, and you need a Twix to wash it down with. No, this is, this is a very much a lead up to Halloween and then a celebration on Halloween. And usually I'm disappointed on Halloween because no. there's no more Twix. <laughs> well, I, I'm disappointed in you because you bought these Twix at full price. You bought them ahead of time. Yeah. And you didn't wait till the wow. last minute. This is this, contradicting you yourself. 
you can't have them stale though. So it's like I feel like <laughs> there are probably some people they come in it, wrapped in foil. <laughs> They're fine. Twix are don't come out. stale in like a week or two, Brian. If anybody would ever let me finish, <laughs> oh, I am oh, talking so about the people sorry. who buy the discounted shot. Your goddamn hole <laughs> about if you buy the discounted. Mitch, you should candy. really let Brian finish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, Brian. Finish. I yield my time. I yield my finish, time, Brian. I yield my time. Go, just... Let Mitch speak. Let Mitch speak. No, you want to talk about expiration dates for Twix? They're three years in the future, minimum. It'll be okay. No, no, no. You buy a Twix discounted <laughs> at Jewel on Halloween night and eat it next Halloween and tell me it tastes as good as the fresh Twix from the Costco bag. You un-American son of a bitch. All right, now I do believe that part of the story. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Mitch, what's your number three? I just, Brian, like, I, all I, okay, I'm a journalist. I ask questions and I try and find facts. Brian insults and punches back like he's a UFC fighter or like a boxer man or whatever. You know, I'm just trying to f- ask questions and and and, and find uh, facts. That, and where where could one all. find your byline at what reputable yeah, institution? Like here's here's a fact: Mitch is not a journalist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, on this show, I am a journalist. Thank you very much. And you know why? Because I say I am. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, my number three. Uh, is one of my favorite things to do. And and I'll be honest, I don't just do this around Halloween. I do it other parts of the year too, but it's one of of my favorite Halloween rituals. I've been doing it since I was a kid. And that is... What is it? What do you do? That is cackling like a maniac from a bush and or a hiding place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mommy, you can't find me, can you? Something like that. Uh, I loved, I would leave the house as a kid in, in my costume. I'd, I'd run out the front door and I'd hide in the nearby bush and let my mom search for me. And then I'd just be like, <laughs> and cackle from a bush nearby. Or as I'm going out with friends as an adult, we're, we're walking you know, to and fro to a party perhaps, I'll sprint ahead by a little bit go around a corner and hide uh, in, in, in a dark space. And then I, I will pop out and I will scare the freaking poop out of people. And it's one of my favorite things to do at Halloween. And I think I'm pretty good at it. I don't know, Nathan, I, I, I think I've probably scared you a time or two. Brian, you try and pretend like I haven't scared you, but I have scared you as well. I, well, you've, you've got me a, a fair few times, yep. uh, you know, as, but it, you, my favorite story, I'm sure I've told this on previous episodes, but it's worth telling again, particularly at Halloween, is the time that you got yourself with this. Oh, yes, you of know course. What I'm talking about? Yes, of course. Uh, is you had you had tried to pull uh, this for somebody else to set it up, so you changed your ringtone to you doing just a blood-curdling scream. <laughs> and then we woke up, and we, we were settling in for a nice 10.30 a.m. Uh, FIFA game where we were, we were drinking uh, a lot of Gatorade that morning. I'll just say that. So we weren't. We weren't at a hundred percent because we had just finished our previous FIFA game at about five thirty in the morning, <laughs> and then all of a sudden your mother tries to call you, and, <laughs> and you just, your your face went white as a ghost. Oh. Uh, but it was you. It was you trying to do this to everybody, and yep. it, it came back around like a boomerang. Yep. Uh, I, you know, I guess that was the one time my mom got me back for all those times I scared her. So, um, 
Got him. Yeah, I just it's just so much fun to see a look of pure terror on someone's face um when they don't know what's going on or who's yelling or like like where the fear is coming from, you know. It's just it's just fun. And on on, on Halloween it, it's all in a good laugh, you know. Um not everyone thinks that though after I scared him, but you know, it, it is though. It is. I, I, I'm. Uh, I'm going to score this round out. Everybody's getting two points, uh, oh, just because I yes. feel like you're detracting from the community, but also entertaining yourselves. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a fair yeah. score. So we'll move on to the uh, the number twos, and we're going back to Brian. All right, my number two is every year going back to check the two sentence horror subreddit. Oh, uh, this is fun Reddit. Uh, so the one that initially got me into it, this. Uh, Originally, it doesn't. I have uh, authors for some of these other ones here. This one has been posted so many times, I don't know who wrote it. And it actually got turned into a short and I believe a low budget feature at one point. But a girl heard her mom yell her name from downstairs. So she got up and started to head down. As she got to the stairs, her mom pulled her into a room and said, I heard that too. Dun dun dun. Ooh. So. That was a creepy one that got my skin crawling one. And then I was like, I go back every year and I check. I will warn people, there's a lot of gross ones. So ones that lead to stuff being about slashers or getting back at rapists or horrible. There's a lot of horrible stuff on there. But if you can find the clever ones, those are the ones that I stick to. And some of the other ones I found, this one is by Gregory Besor. When I was 17, a woman appeared at my house telling me that she was my real mother. She'd been searching me, searching for me for 16 years. It was cool to meet her, but I couldn't help wondering who the hell did I kill 10 years ago? Oh, oh. what an asshole. Oh, oh. oh man. You may like this one too from user Nathan is writing. Oh. Hey, when the kidnapper made me guess where he kept my daughter, I went for the basement and he said, correct, allowing me to see her. But when I found her severed head in there, I learned that every other choice would have been correct as well. Yes. Whoa. Yes. Uh, so there's one of the slasher ones. Yeah. Wow. Um, here's a couple more. I got two more for you. From Strange Seeds. I framed the first letter I got as a police officer from a woman thanking me after I'd supported her through her daughter's suicide. I passed it in my hallway every day for nearly eight years before realizing the handwriting was the same as on the girl's suicide note. <laughs> and this one from user Pallid. Daddy made me sit in the chair while he tied a string to my tooth to the doorknob. Before he slammed the door, he said, tell me where mommy went and we can stop doing this. Ah, So those are why if I want my creepy crawlies to really get me in the skin crawling mood, I go go to that subreddit. That's what I do. That that reminds me of one of my favorite stories of all time. This is one of the most ancient stories ever, but it's my favorite scary story. Where it's it takes place, you know, back in the cradle of society, back in uh, like Persia, or 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 so on and so forth. But there's a guy who he meets somebody who tells him that uh, you know death is coming for him, and then he sees death in the marketplace in uh, some city, and you know he's supposed to meet him there in that city. So he sees him and he says, you know what? I'm getting out of town. Bye. Mm -hmm. He leaves. He rides all night and he gets to uh, Baghdad. Mm -hmm. 
and then all of a sudden he sees death again right there and uh he says wait i i got away like you you were supposed to meet me yesterday in in wherever it was and death says that's funny because i was so surprised to see you yesterday because i knew i had an appointment with you here today Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't like these anymore. Maybe it should change my ritual. Right. Well, I heard I another think... one. That actually, I, I I just read one here. That's great. Uh, sorry, I'm just going to... Sorry, I, I found this on Reddit right now. I said, uh, I was out trick-or-treating, rang the bell of the House of Chili, door opened, and a different gas came out. I went to sleep. So, wow. <laughs> okay. That's a pretty spooky one. You should probably log in and make sure you're right. <laughs> well, there's nothing better than making fun of the Ernst family parts. Uh, <laughs> they are some of the best. Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna head over to Mitch. Uh, Mitch, it's time for your number number two on this list. Yeah. So um, at the beginning of every um, hol- or Halloween season is also the the beginning of the NBA season. So my number two is. It's my yearly Halloween ritual of holding out hope as a Minnesota Timberwolves fan with a brand new <laughs> NBA season. Oh, my. Every year, every year we think, you know what? That draft pick we made, that's going to turn into an all-NBA performer this year. Um, that guy that we picked up because he's supposedly best friends with our center, yeah, he's going to be better than than the other guy we had. And it's, it's almost never true. Um, and I, I stopped doing this, but when I was younger, I used to go on to the local newspaper's website. It was the, the Minneapolis Star Tribune. And, you know, the, they do like a season pre- preview or whatever. And I'd go into the comments, and I'd always leave a comment. And I remember one year in particular, we drafted um, Chris Richard, who played for Florida along with – he played like with uh, – Joe Kim Noah. Sixth man on yeah. that uh, great team. One of the great college teams. Yeah, and Al Horford and whatnot and Corey Brewer. And uh, so he was, he was a pick we made, and we, we picked someone else. And uh, people were basically like just shitting on these selections. And they're like, God, the Wolves are going to be terrible again. And I went on there and I was like, no, you guys. Chris Richard comes from Florida. That's a good program. And he's a nice guy whatever, and he's got these skills and these skills. And I laid out this case that I thought, was just just airtight, you know, and I was like, th- you know, uh, Chris Richard, he's going to develop a three within a half season, um, even though he's only six eight, he'll still play center. He'll lose all that weight. He'll he'll gain muscle, whatever. All these pie in this guy wants, and I posted it, and I was very proud of myself, and I was like, this is a good analysis of this upcoming season. And within the day, some guy commented, "Boy, I've never seen." Uh, uh, such a dumb fucking homer in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it got like that, that comment got like 65 likes, which on, on this forum was a large like number. Um, and so it, it, I, every year, every single year, I, I, I always think, you know what, this year's when the, is when the teapups, they put it together. They rise out of the doldrums of the Western, uh, are we are we Midwest Division or Pacific Division? Whatever we are, doesn't matter what division we would be in. We'd always be last. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, Looking like a true fan. Yeah. The, but the every year has drained from you a little bit. I can every tell. year. No, 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 no. No, see, no. This year's great because D'Angelo Russell's healthy. Carl Anthony Towns is healthy. Anthony Edwards <laughs> is healthy. From ER. Right now, yes. 
Yes. Same and, guy. And Top Gun. I didn't and know he was Top playing Gun. again. Goose, Goose is in the NBA. Yeah, Goose is Goose is throwing down a hearty, you know, slam time jams from all over the court, and uh, you know, playing terrible D, but hitting threes every now and again. So, um, I was gonna say, is there really good like commercials in Minneapolis right now? I'm just like Goose is back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So it it was uh and you know. It, it wasn't part of a ritual. Was you, you get done with the trick or treating, you come home and you you look at your candy and you watch basketball. That's what I did. But I always had such hope for the Timberwolves, and I think about nineteen out of the past twenty seasons, the hope is dashed within a couple of weeks. Um, but you always have to have a little bit of hope because, of course, your hometown paper will will report good things from training camp, um, but those don't always stick, and the players don't always play as hard as they could, uh, and you're, you know. And, and sometimes it's just sad being a fan. So that's it. Thank nice. you. <laughs> I can I can feel the sadness radiating radiating <laughs> off of my face. For for which a, for oh. for the Timberwolves, I can only give you one point. But for oh. the thought of me having to watch the Timberwolves, which is truly frightening, you get the bonus yeah. point. So you, you get two for the round. And uh, Brian, I I'm only going to give you I'm only going to give you two points. Is is this a great find? But but it's. For, for as high as a number two on the list, it's not a startling original. But, of course, some of those did terrify me, so you get a, a bonus point as well, which bumps you up to three, which is going to lead us back to Brian for his number one. All right, my number one is simple. I get to watch the Illumination Specialist go to work. This is where we watch my dad, Rick Ernst, decorate. Now, this is this is where it all comes out, you guys. Now, my dad goes balls to the wall for Halloween. He goes all out for Christmas, okay. but Christmas is an interior decorating more so mm-hmm. than outside. Halloween's the perfect sweater weather. Get outside. This is where we have the most decorations, the most, most lights, the most fog machines, the most characters. Everything is out. And we are still using, I believe, to this day, plywood cutouts that when we like couldn't get fancy decorations, he cut them out of plywood, painted them himself, and staked them in the ground. Wow! But they're like six feet tall, and we're still using at least one of them. Damn. Which I, yeah, I can I can say if I can just interject here that I think there's probably a way that there it's available on uh, the Ubersinko website. We can get some photos of the Rink Ernst halloween yes and, oh, yeah. and possibly even a link to the rinks rick ernst art website because he is legitimately yes. a very talented artist but if you want to see some great halloween decorations brian is not not blowing chili smoke up your butt <laughs> <laughs> telling the truth the ernst home at halloween is a sight to see oh yeah there is uh there is one plywood cutout that is missing now it was always my favorite but it just it just got too old um it was a character from the box of a 90s board game. It was called like Ghouls in the Graveyard or Ghosts, something like that. And it was like this kind of wacky looking ghoul who had like Medusa like hair that was like Beetlejuice black and white stripes. Wow. So it was like noodle hair and just like these really big cartoon eyes. And he kind of had these like ripped jeans and he was kind of like in a Frankenstein pose, like walking towards you. So that was like the biggest one we made. And that one was always my favorite, but wow. it just kind of wore out over time. The one that still exists is the, of the painting Scream that he just cut out just the Scream face and is uh, completely painted. And that's in the corner of the lawn right now. But there are some new additions that have come about in recent years that are my new favorites. 
One is a violently shaking zombie baby <laughs> in a car seat that my mom or my sister found at Goodwill. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, that's dark. <laughs> yeah, my sister wow. was at Goodwill. She she's like, "There's a car seat here for like five bucks." I'm like, Dad, do you want this for a decoration? He's like, "Yeah, I just got a new baby that would be perfect." <laughs> <laughs> And you like bring it over and this little baby is like green and it's only about yay big, about the size of a football. But when you press its little hand, it goes <laughs> it just shakes really grossly in the car seat. And it's obvious. It's so terrifying. Wow. And then uh, my sister also found an adult sized tricycle. I don't know if she got it from a garage sale or somebody was just throwing it away and she took it. It's one of those ones that's got like a little E.T. basket on the front. And it's like, who's riding this? No one's going to ride this anywhere. And the only reason we hold on to it, my dad keeps it behind the fence to take it out every Christmas so he could put a skeleton on it. A skeleton riding a trike. (laughs) (laughs) That goes on the lawn. Uh, Yeah, every, every year. Wow. I I don't see the correlation why it's a skeleton would ride a tricycle. I mean, maybe... Maybe the, we the had, loss we had, of, we had a, the loss of inner ear function. Their balance isn't quite as good, so they can't get on the penny farthing anymore. <laughs> or we had a six foot skeleton that needed a place to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, there's no reason to throw out this welly, uh, our ready to use tricycle, but this skeleton needs to get to work. You guys got any like, real human bones on that on that on those setups? We do got some tombstones for uh, 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 William Wallace. Oh, <gasps> I know him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who else? Forgot who else is on the uh, on the Michael tombstones. Jackson. There's a Frankenstein that comes out of the ground. Mm. I know it was either last year or two years ago. We got him a full sized zombie in a biohazard uh, like rig. So he's like a full size zombie, but the biohazard mask has been broken Oh, and you okay. attach a fog machine to it. And like, it radiates <laughs> smoke out of the bat. We bought it in 2019. Oh my God. Now you got to get uh, one of the ones that we're seeing doing the rounds on the memes right now in 2021 with a skeleton sticking out of the ground with a tombstone that says I did my own research. Oh yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I was getting at earlier yep. in the show. We got some updated tombstones. We got them. Yeah. Uh, not until those plywood price, uh, prices come down, uh, Home Depot. So please uh, make sure you get on there. Sure. Home Depot, where supply is <laughs> not good right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, again. That's really scary, guys. Woo! <laughs> again, we, I, I, hopefully we'll have uh, some uh, photographic evidence on the website so you can see the Ernst family home mm-hmm. in its spookiest yes. form. Mm-hmm. And Mitch, take us home with your number one. My number one is, this is a ritual for me, and I, I kind of I alluded to it earlier, but I this is just in completely and utterly inhabiting my costumes like a bit too much. You know, like whatever it is I'm being, <laughs> yeah. I'd be it the whole day. And I never break character. I, I go to work in it. I, you know, I, I, I do my Halloween parties in it, everything. Um, one of my favorites, my, my dad on vacation costume. I had some real floofy uh, uh, tan um, cargo pants on, some really comfortable white walking shoes. Nice little Hawaiian shirt, a little white windbreaker, nice, nice uh, um, Indiana Jones kind of hat. 
I, and how much of this stuff did you have to buy? I had did a you camcorder. Oh, I had to buy. I can't remember where I got the hat from, but but I um I I had to buy. I had to buy the pants. Everything else I happened to have, thankfully. So you know. I, I had a camcorder, and in the camcorder bag, I had my cough drops, I had my tissues, you know, I had my DVD of <laughs> you, old you school. Had, you had cough drops. You had something that yeah. had to be removed that you couldn't even see as part of the costume. Correct. Well, this is this is Correct. attention to detail. Correct. Um, I, I had a DVD of old school, just in case, you know, you're at a party without world-class entertainment. Um <laughs> <laughs> Trail mix from you know that that your wife made for you as you're on vacation, you know, to, to to keep your energy up. I had that. Um, that was one of my favorite costumes ever. I was, I actually tricked some people into thinking I was not in costume at all that day. I remember at work, people were like, "Oh, like, wh- what are you recording today?" As I had the camcorder just all, all and I was like, "What do you? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm on vacation." They're like just so confused they're like what i is there anything better in life than people who don't understand oh god it's my well like it's kind of the best these people at uh these people at work had probably seen mitch wear all those other things that he (laughs) (laughs) mentioned that's true and it's true very a a mind-bending vortex yes yes that is true (laughs) and um the the my my favorite part about that costume when i went out with some people later that night uh my roommate robert at the time had had no costume to do and but he had a long black wig and and uh, you know hoodies and whatnot. And I said, just put on that wig, put on a hoodie, and just act like an asshole to me. And you can be like m- my son Trent, who hasn't moved out yet. You know, you're like 24 and you're trying, and but like Trent. you want to move out. We hate each other. You know, it's like, and like, but but Trent just wants to be in a punk band. You know, but like he needs a place to stay at the same time. And so like I just throughout the night, I would try and give him advice, and he'd just be like, "Fuck you, Dad." And he'd be talking to people, and I'd walk up and give him advice, and people thought that I was just his actual dad trying to give him advice, and it was so much fun. Um, That's pretty yeah. great, though. Uh, another year, I was a night manager at a hotel, at like a creepy hotel, you know? And I, I had some old rusty keys, like, in a box of, of like, you know, tchotchkes that were on the top of my closet, basically. And I also I, I had... a my characters like to have, um, you know, little, uh, like items with them. So I, I had a little tiny knife and my characters, yeah, uh, <laughs> smelly pits, I had greasy hair. And then I had this really great, like late seventies molester glasses I wore as well. And, um, I, I had a little name tag and, uh, I, I went up to dinner with people and like midway through dinner, my friends asked me like, can you just, can, can Mitch join us for dinner, please? Can you just can you just stop for like a little bit? And I did, and and I was uh, disappointed by the food. But um, and the the, the last <laughs> yeah, no, well, that sounds like you, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very high standard. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I know where you can get a fantastic bowl of. Chili. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I was, I was going to mention my my Halloween candy. I do make by hand because store bought. Oh, really? Come on. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> How do the how do the neighborhood kids feel about getting Brinker Dew's dog <laughs> treats for Halloween? <laughs> they 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 eat them very quickly to get out of my basement. So okay, but the last yeah, I, can, I can see I can see Mitch dressed like dressed like somebody's terrible dad on vacation, handing the the neighborhood kids his his treats. He's like, no no, go ahead, try them, and they're like, okay, fine. Like 
to this little seven or seven year old Timmy, can't you taste the cumin coming through? <laughs> like, can't you? <laughs> what do you think of Brinker Dew's oatmeal Halloween surprise balls? Pretty good, yeah, huh? <laughs> Can you? Then you go and yell at the dad, like, you know, you're raising a little shit who's got no palate. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> There's a balsamic glaze on your uh, chocolate cookie there. This little shit had no idea there was turmeric <laughs> in this festive ball. Are you kidding me? Um, does he even know those benefits? God, it's going to open his pores. It's going to reduce inflammation. It's going to improve the function of his kidneys. You moron. Um, okay. <laughs> All right, I'm out of my dad character again, or just me, I guess. Okay, the, the, but the and the, the last costume, which I've done a couple times actually, but it's a, it's a, it's the easiest costume, but it's so much fun. It's you just be one of the McPoyles from It's Always Sunny. You throw on a bathrobe. I was hoping you'd bring the boxer I was hoping you'd bring shorts. This up, throw on whatever comfy shoes you have. Maybe a t-shirt. You don't have to. Glass glass of milk with you the whole night. Grease your hair down and just act like a fucking creep. And it's and just and. And everyone, no one cannot laugh or want to get away from you. Either way, it's a good time. So, um, for, for those people not familiar with the It's Always Sunny yeah. characters, go look up the McBoyle. Yeah. Mitch is so good at this that I had a coworker who ran into you at a bar yeah. and only knew you probably because of the videos and stuff we yeah. made, who came back and told me the next day, you're not going to believe what Mitch did. This was, his costume was so good. Blah, blah, blah. And because, yeah, they went up to you and he was like, hey, are you Mitch? And you just went, pound <laughs> just, just a loose fist pound. Like, a loose, like loose, loose Liam pound. McPoyle, yeah. And I think, but, you know, uh, also yeah. with like the, the, the key to being a great McPoyle is you have to just lightly touch like like the inseam of their shirt or whatever, or just like just, <laughs> yeah. just, just finger the tip of their collar and be like... That cotton's smooth, or something like that, you know. And then, and then, and then, take a take a sip from your from your glass of milk. So, um, yeah, I just you, were you real? What what was in your cup for real? Were you really just drinking room temp milk? I online? poured. Uh, it was it was actually soy milk, so so it would keep a little longer. Oh, okay, but, but even still, that it still sense. looked like milk. But yeah, I, I actually I did I just I just like wet my lips all night, so I actually still had milk when we got into the Uber to go home at like one thirty at night. So yeah. I held on to an open glass of milk for like five hours. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's, that is, that's the note I'm going to end the show. <laughs> um, Jesus. Brian, Brian, uh, uh, your, your dad is, is going to get the, the three points, the Ernst house. As I said, amazing. Mitch, I, uh, I was only going to give you two. Yes. And then, and then you yes. added the, the thought of this five hour glass of soy milk and you get the scary <laughs> bonus point. Uh, which, which is just a bonus because, uh, you were going to win anyway at Brian 12, Mitch 14 at the end. Woo! So, uh, thank you so very that's going to take us, uh, onto my top five Halloween costumes for household items. <laughs> All right. I love this. All right. Number five. Shampoo, dressed as body wash, moisturizer, facial creams, whatever. <laughs> Step in the shower and every bottle is empty except the Pantene. You're good to go. It's all the same crap, probably. <laughs> Number four, knives as anything else. Aren't they scary enough already? <laughs> Number weird. three, the bathroom sink as the toilet. <laughs> 
the plumber has canceled for the third time and you just finished off a sixer of Coke Zero. The stink starts to look the part. Let's just hope you don't have to. Number two. <laughs> the box of. <laughs> The box of garbage on the back steps as a charitable donation. <laughs> oh, my You're God. You're just making the kind folks at the local charity shop a middleman on Aunt Lucy's costume jewelry and the dumpster. No one, no matter how financially destitute, will be firing up the laser disc to watch season three of Northern Exposure. <laughs> Number one. The kitchen chair as the closet. <laughs> the day has been long enough. You come in the back door and toss your overcoat, sweaters, and scarf over the back of the nearest chair. And that boy is getting top-heavy because you did the same yesterday and the day before and the day before. Who has time and energy to open a door and take out a hanger? <laughs> nobody. Freaking no, nobody. Nobody. You're right. And that's this week's edition of Uber Cinco. <laughs> uh, rate and review our podcast. Share your favorite episodes with your friends. Send it out as a little trick-or-treat if you want to. Being chased out of the Southport Corridor by the torch-wielding mob has been... It's Brinkman! <laughs> and slowly realizing he has a strong aversion to garlic and sunlight has been... Brian Ernst. And I have been Count Von Nathan Hedenfent. <laughs> and as Bizbear always says, don't assume how scary the thing lurking in the darkness may be. The truth may be well far scarier than even that. Oh. Auf Wiedersehen and adios. You've just listened to Uber Cinco, a production of UBK Studios. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your fine podcasts from. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, please visit our Patreon site at patreon.com slash UBK Studios. Every little bit helps us keep the lights on and the bill collectors at bay. Keep tabs on us on all the social media at UBK Studios, and most importantly, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see that we really are just a bunch of good Midwestern boys. Yeah.